Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of May 21st. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me as always, Filter Corden. Hey, how's it going? It's going, man. How's it been going with you? What's been going on? Ooh, had a busy week. Uh, sent out by the company to um, go do some training and stuff, so uh, glad mm-hmm. to be home. <laughs> glad to be back oh, yeah. on. Uh, and I got yeah, a little had... bit of game time in, actually. Oh, good. What have yeah. you been playing? Um, so while I was gone, I was playing a lot of... Um, I-, I went and specifically picked up Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle to play. Right, right. So, like, on my flight back, I was at the airport for uh, six and a half hours. So, mm-hmm. got a lot of play during that. And, of course, I was playing... Uh, I've been playing a lot of mobile stuff. Um, still playing that Harry Potter mobile game. Uh, have, it's not really gotten a lot better. Um, the story is okay, and it's, like, a little more engaging than it was to start out with, but uh, not significantly How, better. You said you had, uh, what, six hours? In the you airport. You said that yeah. you were in the airport? How did that battery life uh, work out for you? Ooh, on the Switch, it was pretty good. Um, I didn't get a whole bunch. Um, I, I, I kind of just played through a couple levels and then put it down. Uh, I was moving. I was trying to move around a lot and, you know, get something to eat like every two hours. Um, go walk around and do that kind of stuff. So, right. Um, I ate through about cool, yeah, was, a quarter of the battery. Yeah, I was just wondering. I, I when I. Uh... Uh, on my last flight, I just kind of hung. I didn't have like six hours, of course. I had, mm. um, you know, probably a cumulative there and back, like maybe like three hours okay. of wait time. It's not too bad. And yeah, you know, I, I like I played through, and then on the flight, I played a bit too. So you know, I burned it down to about uh, like twenty five percent battery life left mm-hmm. during that whole play time of in the airport and then in the air when you know. When I could. I didn't have anything else to do, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that was, uh, I was just kind of curious, especially with uh, with more time, like how, yeah. how long that thing would last, if you had to go plug it in, or what the deal was. Yeah, it really wasn't bad. Um, I never had to plug it in and recharge or anything. Um, okay. But then the main thing I've been doing, uh, the, kind of before, um, you know, the weekend day before I left on last Sunday and then um, after I got back uh, I've been playing a lot of Battletech so I got to I got to uh, well I don't know how long the game is actually but I got to a pretty important uh, couple spots in the story um, yeah just kind of I would recommend just kind of jumping in the middle of this video because this is a pretty long uh, sort of like let's play from some of the uh, Xbox editors but um, okay. It's it's really good. I mean, the games continue to be uh, as much as I wanted it to be. Um, the comp, of course, it starts to add. Of Jesus. course. Um, See, so it's it's a uh, it's got a lot of content. The uh, missions are really cool. Um, I've had some really good. I know a lot of people have said that some of the best stuff is when something like crazy random happens. So right. Um, there was a couple like that's happened to me. I've had two pilots die now. Um, how does that impact like do you have oh, to like scramble a little bit and it's, it's just... not quite um, it's sort of like in XCOM you know you have like uh, if one of your main people goes down it's going to be hard to replace them right um, it is sort of like that except it's sort of split in half so you have the mech which is almost always going to be repairable um, mm-hmm. sometimes you'll have to replace pretty important shit but, like, anytime the center, center torso goes down or if the head is destroyed on your mech, 
you're gonna you're almost always gonna lose the pilot in that case. Um, oh damn! So also, when but you, you lose still that, have the majority of the mech, right? Even if yeah, you lose the you'll pilot, have to replace whatever was destroyed. Um, usually, if your torso or if your head go down, then you've probably taken a ton of hits on the rest of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I had a there was this like. I was facing off on an enemy that had, like, just a fuck ton of uh, long-range missiles. And the missiles really don't do a lot of damage, but they have a lot of knockback. So this dude was unloading, like, a torrent of these of this missile fire on me, like, turn after turn. And uh, eventually it just knocked my one mech down. And I had, like, a really experienced pilot in this mech. But once they're down, the enemy can run up and, like, do called shots where they get to choose a specific, like, target of your body to attack. Okay. And this, like little light mech like ran over and just unloaded into my torso and like exploded um so they hit my um like basically like an ammo mag that was on the Mm -hmm. shoulder so it detonated the right shoulder the right arm like blew off of the mech the right shoulder detonated because it hit all this ammo and then it blew up the center torso um so it it, and it like took my pilot out it was like your pilot is incapacitated and i was like oh shit that sucks and I finished up the <laughs> I finished up the match and I got back in and it was like they died, and it was like my second most skilled pilot or maybe my third most skilled pilot. Yeah, yeah, so that's like, rough. I do I I love that about games like this, but there are other things just about the games that kind of like put me off. Yeah, I love permadeath. Yeah, it was. I don't I mean, know why it was really good. Like it makes it mean something. Like um, yeah, you know if you're playing like. Uh, Fire Emblem or something on an easier difficulty where your, you know, your character gets killed or whatever, and they're just out of the match for that round, and then they're back. Like it just doesn't mean anything. Like it's a strategic. It's almost like uh, chess where you're like, oh, I'll just throw this pawn away. It doesn't matter. But it becomes right. a lot more meaningful when you're looking at the board and you've got two knights and a queen, and somebody has to die this turn. You know, mm-hmm. it's like fuck. How do I, I mean, do this? Like I, like I do want to point out, uh, you know, as gruesome as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine a Pokemon game with permadeath. Yeah, where exactly. when they when they faint, it's over. Like that would be crazy. Um, uh huh. It's just and then so you have different. to find that again. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, in this, like, you keep the mech or whatever, and uh, you know, the mech is accruing like more and more damage, more and more, um, you know, ability to like wreak havoc on enemies' mechs and everything. But your the pilots have. Uh, they have points and certain skills like uh, piloting as sort of gives bonuses to maneuverability um, like offense will go to like missiles and shit um, yeah, it gives you like slight damage bonuses but then they learn skills like uh, sensor lock so they won't expend their weapons they'll be able to cool off for a turn but you can remove an enemy's evasiveness and then make them easier for your other allies to hit um, you can have things like multi-target, where you shoot your long-range missiles at one target, and then you unload all your lasers on a nearer target or something. Um, so there's a bunch of different stuff like that that the pilot has. So, like, you still have your mech or whatever, you know. In this case, it was, yeah. like, a medium mech that had, um, you know, like, uh, like armor-piercing bullets and medium lasers or something. Um, so <laughs> the mech is still there. I can repair it. I can put copies of similar guns or you know try out a new build of different weapons on the the mech or whatever but like right. that pilot's dead and like their ability so this one in particular had the sensor lock and multi-targeting 
that's just gone. Like, I have to go train some other idiot to learn how to do that. So, um, it is really cool. And then, of course, I had, you know, as a player, you're almost always... I mean, like, at least from what I've seen, this game's all single player. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I turn around and I am, you know, I'll I'll do, like, a melee attack. Uh, I have, like, a firefighter mech that, like, just has a bunch of flamethrowers on his body. And he'll run up and do a melee attack and then just turn on all of his flamethrowers. Um, so I had a time when he, when he did a melee attack and flamethrower that like took an enemy out from full health, because it just like Damn. he managed to like kill or, kill the head unit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I've had some really cool stuff where like an enemy I blow off both of their arms and shoulders so they have no like weapons left and they're like one leg is broken and they're fleeing on like dragging their second leg and I just come up and like stomp them out. Um, you'll get some <laughs> yeah, really cool. Ruthless. Um, some really cool stuff. I've had a couple where I like, I was able to take out the torso or the head and not have to destroy the whole mech. So I got a ton of salvage. Um, it's really cool. And like, I've gotten new types of mechs. Um, you know, I've been experimenting with the kind of different team builds and stuff like that. So, um, it, it can be really cool. Um, there's definitely like some little issues that sort of bug me. Um, there's a little bit of patching they could stand to do, a little bit of bug fixing and stuff like that. But overall, I'm I've been loving the game. Good, yeah, hell yeah. Looks it, it looks cool. I just, you know, personally, it's just not something that's my jam. But if the style could, uh, of game is is like I would be a fan of. Yeah, if you Definitely. could get it a little cheaper, I mean, um, I don't like you just can't like what they're doing you can't do with anything other than mechs. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, you're doing, like, 15 damage to the left arm, 11 damage to the right side of the torso. Like, you just... like Yeah. You, you it, couldn't do that with a human because they'd just be, like, dead on the first hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I think if you could get this game at maybe, like... If you're kind of iffy on it, if you could get it on sale for, like, 25 bucks, maybe, it would be amazing to get it for that. Um... For sure. But, you know, if it's not necessarily your style of thing and you don't want to experiment on it, I, I wouldn't buy it at its full price of 40 bucks. But if you can get a little less than half off, that would be definitely be something to spring for. I mean, it, it, it's really an amazing game. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it looks cool. And what are uh, you doing? Looks like you've been playing a lot. Yeah, like... So, finish up God of War, and then it's, like, kind of get into, like, okay, now I'm just spinning my wheels on what I want to play. Mm-hmm. Everything has, like, almost, like, a bitter taste after God of War because yeah. it was so fun. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, you know, I've been bouncing around. Um, this this week, uh, I, I downloaded the, like, I got ready for, I think, and I think we talked about it, uh, Rainbow Six Siege had a free weekend. I started playing with that. That that was actually pretty fun. Um, it's a game that I gave a little bit of a chance to on console. Um, I enjoyed a lot more on PC. Mm-hmm. So you know, which is kind of odd. Um, it would be really fun with you know multiple people. Um, you know, like a full team or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I've been playing Stardew Valley, um, and today, uh, like while messing around, you know, trying some uh, like different account based things out. Uh, I played some uh, some of that uh, Conan Exiles game. Mm-hmm. Um, not bad. It's a you know it's your standard um, survival. Sur- it's your survival 
survival game. I mean, that's what it is. Um, you know, you create, uh, you can create and build like you can in most of these others. Um, you know, kind of games like Ark or uh, The Forest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, you start with nothing and you just kind of like work your way, work your way up the food chain, kind mm-hmm. of. And you know, it's been—I don't know—it's it's, it's pretty fun. Um, it's not the best um, game graphically or anything like that, yeah. but playing with other with other players and um, you know, it's for me, it's one of those games that like I really enjoy, and I need other people to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But it's something that like when you get into it and you are enjoying it with other people, yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's one of those things you're like, okay, that's definitely satisfying that itch that I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, so I look forward to doing more of that. I look forward to uh, you know, possibly possibly Tuesday um, starting up uh, from scratch um, a stream of mm-hmm. this game um, in a cool. PvE server. So myself, Pasty Pasta Man, um, and whoever else we can get to join. So... Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, playing a little Stardew Valley, uh, I I was like, man, what can I stream since God of War? I popped in Fallout 4. I'm a few trophies away from the Platinum. Um, and I was like, god damn it. I, I need motivation to play this game again. I put on just one... Like, I started so many characters. I was looking through all of my um, saves. Mm-hmm. Um, I had uh, uh, about two days on Morgan Freeman. Two nice. days worth of game time. Yeah. Um, I had, I had uh, a handful of hours on a Hulk Hogan character. Um, I had four days on my Lemmy Killmeister character because mm-hmm. I created Lemmy in the game and it looks amazing. Um, on my main character, I had six days, almost seven days of playtime. Nice. Um, and it's like shit. I, I've done it all. You know, I, I have. Like, well, uh, close to probably, like, 200 hours into, across all my characters. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I just... It's almost like you can't even be bothered to, you know, keep trying to play yeah. it. So, I don't know. I'll, I'll need some motivation um, to play that one, but hopefully I'll be able to get back to that soon. Okay. Um, and the other game that I, I just checked out the was the open, uh, the open beta we talked about last week for <coughs> Onrush. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Onrush is that... Um, uh, kind of like very fast-paced arcade racer mm-hmm. uh, from Codemasters. And I came in with a pretty open mind, um, knowing what I wanted, but you know, still open to trying new things and seeing what it's all about. And um, uh, they, I think they gave us two different modes. One, that, one that's uh, you have to maintain the lead and blow up other enemy you know, rival faction cars to uh, gain points. And then there's, like, a slalom checkpoint uh, type of game that you can play. Um, And every time you hit the checkpoint, you gain a little bit of time for your team. Yeah. So, you know, the person, you know, the team that lasts the longest wins. Um, And I I like a lot of things about it. I like the boost. Um, I like how you gain boosts. If you pick a motorcycle or a dirt bike or whatever, you can do backflips and tricks. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool, yeah. um, and then you have Onrush, which is a it, I, you know I would engage it with Triangle, and it would um, whatever the vehicle's like special ability was, it would uh, 
a lot of that. We're watching right now the live stream. I'm playing a, on a vehicle. It's called the Titan. It's really big. Um, not only does the character go, you know, the vehicle go super fast, but it also creates these um, little, they're kind of hard to explain. It's almost like a small shield behind their car. Mm-hmm. And if the enemy runs into it, it slows them down and damages them. Yeah. Um, and, like, the dirt bike creates, like, a, a trail behind them that if anyone, in, like, hits it, they explode. Another one does almost like a slick that causes them to, other cars to spin out behind them. Um, and, you know, I liked all that. I liked all the different things. Um, what I didn't like was the way that the cars interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Um I expected something, uh, I expected it to be a, a, like, a fast, like high octane, I'm slamming into other cars, pieces are flying off, and, and it didn't have to be that detailed, but when you hit another car, you expect it to do something, and in a lot of cases, if I'm playing as the bigger vehicle, I slam into a smaller vehicle, it, it would hold its own against me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is it doing that? I, like, I, I just didn't get it. Um... So I really dislike that about it, uh, and that is kind of a big thing, you know. Yeah, like I want to get in here, I want to smash into other cars, and I want to blow them up, and you know, I want to feel like I'm achieving something. I didn't feel like I was achieving anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so ultimately, I was like, for me, I was like, yeah, you know, it's a cool game, but I don't think it's for me. So I did a good like three hour stream session of it, though. Nice. Got the full feel. It was good. It looks pretty cool. Um, and, uh, and and lastly, of course, I went and saw Deadpool 2, and that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I recommend, you know, other viewers to definitely go and see that one. The dude's cleaning up the um, the X-Men, like, cinematic mm-hmm. universe. Nice. <laughs> one, one, like, shit joke at a time, which is mm-hmm. real good. Literally shit joke. Literally poop jokes, yeah. Not making fun of the joke. No. It's a shit joke. Oh, I just saw something because we're still watching this trip. This my uh, little let's play for Onrush. If you end up too far behind, and you know it's fine that they have a catch up thing, yeah. But it'll tell you to catch up, and if you don't catch up, they'll teleport you to the front of the line, mm-hmm. which is really shitty when you're trying to maintain points and the lead. Mm-hmm. Because I've had people spawn next to me going faster hit me and just knock me off course and then I, I, you know, I blow up. So I've had just people just teleport to me and knock me out. Right. I've had other cars teleport ahead of me, take the lead and then I stopped accruing points because the game just decided to give them the lead. Yeah. Yeah. That's messed up. Why would I do that? Other, other weird things that I, yeah. That, That was pretty much what I said while I was playing. I was like, why would they ever do that? Yeah. What did I ever do to you? Yeah, um, but I'm thinking my next game. I was really torn between um, Detroit and uh, Vampire, and I think I'm gonna go with Vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like some feedback on that. So if anyone has any uh, uh, reason why I should get one over the other, please let us know uh, at Mammoth Games Inc. over on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, why don't we jump into <coughs> the games releasing? Yeah, um, cool. so we got quite a bit coming out. Um, specifically, maybe one or two of them are kind of big, uh, you know, tentpole. Um, but starting well, on well, May 21st, 
I was going to say before we get into that, if you guys get a chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Inc. to check out all the mm-hmm. stuff that we talk about here on the podcast and more. All the likes, comments, and shares are appreciated. For sure. As well, follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. so you know when we go live, do stuff like this. We do our live streams and more. Um, I put out a little um, SOS on seeing if we can uh, maybe add some new members to our MGI team uh, mm-hmm. on Twitter. Um, a little like wanted thing to see if anyone was interested in uh, chatting with us and seeing if uh, they wanted to join us for our E3 stream. So um, you can go check that out on Twitter uh, at Mammoth Games Inc. as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll let you go ahead and uh, take it away as as you were, my good sir. Yeah. So um, on May twenty first, uh, new Elder Scrolls Online expansion Somerset is coming out. Um, this is mm-hmm. coming out on uh, PC first, um, specifically coming from uh, you know Bethesda Game Studios, um, or I guess ZeniMax Online is the studio specifically that works on these. But yep. uh, yeah, I mean, ha- have you still been uh, kind of keeping up with Elder Scrolls Online at all? Or um, no, I, I haven't. Uh, I it, it was uh, for me it was an in-game problem, mm-hmm. whereas the the in-game of this game. For me, wasn't as good as the end game of just a regular Elder Scroll game. Okay. Whereas the end of an Elder Scroll game, you still have a shit ton of stuff to do. Well, yeah, everything you haven't done, you have the whole fucking world to go like explore. Right, and I, you know, I've, you know, I played this game to the end, and when you get to the end, um, it isn't like okay, now I get to do like end game stuff, like end game, like end game raids or end game PvP, which you can, you can do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but story-wise, they're like, oh, what, well, why don't you just start over and do the thing that you just did yeah. from the beginning with a different faction? Mm. And I'm like, that's not fun. Yeah. There's nothing fun about that. Um, but the expansions that they're cranking out, I mean, what we have, we have Morrowind now and Somerset. Um, yeah. It might be worth a look. So, uh, I don't know. It depends on how they've added on. it. Uh, like, I decided to stop playing just because it was... There wasn't anything to do. It just didn't but, have anything that was that was keeping you in. Yeah, if you're new to this though, and you know you haven't played through any of it, you have probably um, at this point probably a good 200 300 hours of stuff to do. So it would be pretty good. And then during that time, I imagine you know we'll have other things announced. Bethesda has their stage um, on June 10th at 9:30. I'm sure they'll have something else. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, related to this. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> that's pretty good. I mean, like I, I would consider probably going back to this with the right group of people. Yeah. I'm not sure how my guild is doing, but <laughs> we have like 200 people in it, so yeah. I don't know how many how many are left. Damn, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Cool. And then moving right along. Uh, we have uh, Mega Man, uh, the Mega Man Leg- Legacy Collection One and Two. Um, yeah. Um, wow! So, yeah, yeah, this, this one's coming out to the lot, Switch. A lot of games. Uh, yeah, this is a lot. It's um, do we uh, the exact count? I think it's um, one through ten or one through twelve or something like that. I don't. I, I never was a big uh, Mega Man fan, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a huge Mega Man fan. Um, hmm. 
Let me check it up. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're just counting down like one through three is for sure on here in Mega Man Collection one, four. Um, it, it's really, I mean, honestly, too much Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let me see if I can find any info about that. A pro this, this should be called a preponderance of Mega Man. Uh, showcasing the series with Mega Man X5, 6, 7, 8. Yeah. Yep, and then... Where's Legacy 1? Okay, so it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8. Yep, that's 1 through 8. Alright. So, that that's... That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Nothing to shit at. Might be. To Might be something to shit at. at. I don't know. Well, hmm. is that good or bad? I we could cook up a video of someone throwing a shit. Shit. <laughs> I know. I, I I know a place. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Um. And also on May twenty second, coming to PC and Switch. Uh, it is Runner Three. Mm -hmm. Um. The dreaded Runner series. Uh, Bit Trip Runner, Runner Two, and Runner Three. I, this reminds me of like okay so who makes this uh, uh this is choice, choice provisions Provision. great name yeah um this reminds me of like like a mobile game that i would put like it it reminds me yeah. of what was it, like temple run yeah it's just temple run but it's you can play it on your computer or your switch yep. That's it. It's like an it, it's an enhanced temple run. Yeah. Well, it's um I, I don't really know how this stuff. Um, <clears throat> I don't think you have as many choices though. It's pretty much like temple run. You get to choose whether you go left or right and do all this and that. Well, and this, this has like, like multi-track drifting and shit. Um, but yeah, I think it's just it's a predetermined route. Um, oh, here they went. They decided, but I think that just might have been like. It's probably rare. Yeah, it, it, I think it was just kind of like a. This is like a bunch of like cell phone games, just mm -hmm. in a neat in a neat environment. Right. Okay. Definitely yeah. not something I would go for. No, no, no. But I mean, me. it depends on what you're after. Yeah, I mean, anything can be good on the Switch, though. You mm -hmm. know. So that's true. That's where we're at. That's a good point. Cool. Coming out after Please. that, we got uh, Space Hulk Deathwing. This is another uh, Warhammer 40k game. Um, enhanced Edition coming out on PS4. Um, specifically, that's coming from Focus Home Interactive. So, um, you know... God, if, they get their dick in everything, man. Yeah, there's like a 17 zillion uh, Warhammer games. And Focus Home Interactive in particular uh, is really gearing up. So... Mm -hmm. um, you know, Deathwing uh, is sort of a first-person shooter, but there's, like, a bit of emphasis on melee. Um, we'll see some gameplay once it gets into it. It's not quite... Like, I wouldn't say it's, like, a Left 4 Dead yet, but mm -hmm. um, it's certainly got that kind of... Like, it's very high action. A um, little bit of fear going on, just because you know that somebody's trying to cl crawl up your asshole and kill you. Uh-huh. Um, I, I fear that. I fear it right now. And I'm mm -hmm. sitting down. Yeah, when I said it, I actually felt... Uh, like a deep clench to my soul 
but here uh, we go. It's definitely like it's a very interesting. Um, I don't know. It's it's a. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, it kind of gives me a multiplayer or what. It said co-op. Co-op, okay. Yeah. I mean, it it looks great. The game in general, like, just looking at gameplay, you know, it looks cool. I love the way that the characters look. Um, I mean, they're really obsessed with that like oversized armor. Mm -hmm. And you know, which is cool. You know, it's their it's their own thing. I really like the. the, like ornate detail on it though yeah like yeah, you yeah. can put they, they have some really good detail on their armor and on um like their baby ass head mm-hmm. just encased in the armor yeah it looks cool we've all been there right yeah this is yeah. um warhammer 40k is actually where the um i guess the like the look for the um space marines in starcraft mm-hmm. like the big ass power armor and the little ass head Right. Um, you know, these guys kind of had it first. So, um, you know, and that... Interesting. That kind of angle, it's pretty cool. So it's like a, a like a co-op wave-based thing where you're trying to just work your way through. Right. Bullshit. So that seems pretty cool. Kind of like a uh, killing floor um, in the Warhammer universe. So that could be, right. this could be something cool to pick up. Um, I, I, I mean, I... I haven't I, heard a I'm, lot about it, so I don't know. I'm... Really interested if you're looking at the um, on the HUD, on the right side of the HUD they have your armor uh, like to your immediate right, and then just under that in the corner they have the map. Mm-hmm. Um, your armor individual pieces can be damaged. Um, some people are carrying guns in their right hand, melee in their left hand, or a gun in a shield, or a weapon in a shield, uh, or like a you know a melee weapon in a shield. Um, yeah, it looks like there's a lot of variety, a lot of options, some a lot of things to maintain. This might be a little bit deeper than your standard, mm-hmm. um, you know, like bullshit action, uh, like kill them all kind of game. Right. Yeah, I do kind of get that vibe that it's got it, it's got a little more going on than some of the similar style of games in the past. Right. Yeah, it looks cool. This could be really uh, like a like a pretty fun thing to pick up and uh, uh, you know have a, have a good time like over a weekend with some friends or something. Mm-hmm. For sure. Cool. Uh, up next, we have in continuing on uh, the May twenty second release, we have State of two coming out for Xbox One and PC, of course, from Microsoft. Um, I mean, I've seen a few things about this, and it looks cool to me. Um, do you have any thoughts on it? Yeah, I've heard a, a little bit of mixed. Like, it's um, it's definitely like a B tier game, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's kind of tough. Like, it, it's it's definitely got like some cool systems and stuff going on. It's like a very systems driven game. Um, you know, you are kind of managing a small like group of survivors. You're getting squads to go out and like loot and you know try to find other people to join and all kinds of stuff like that you're like building Mm -hmm. up your your town um it it seems really interesting um i don't know if this is the game for me um and it's kind of got that like b movie style like it's it's a little janky it's got some problems it's got some bugs um but as far as that goes like uh, I, I I still want to check it out from what I've seen. 
and what I've heard. Like, people that play this, I mean, like any kind of really systems-heavy game, the people that play this, some of the, like, stories they tell are just fucking crazy. Like, uh, some really cool stuff can happen. Like, a bunch of zombies grab onto your car while you're trying to drive home in a panic, and, like, they're, like, busting in the windows and killing your survivors that are inside, and you barely make it with one guy left. Like, those kind of stories will happen a lot in this game. Yeah, that's um, cool. Um, I, I'm a big fan. Uh, like, the zombies kind of remind me of uh, kind of like a more realistic version of like something you'd see in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not at that level of like they're we're fully real. Yeah, but they you know have that cartoon pop, but they're you know on you know closer on this side of realism than Fortnite is. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. Yeah, I, I really like the um, like I like a lot of the different characters that we're seeing with the different like clothing options and weapon options and stuff like that too. Um, like we were seeing one chick, she had like a, uh, like a black jean jacket on with like studs across the shoulders. Um, another dude was wearing kind of like a, like a puffy orange, uh, like hunter's vest. Um, yeah, it looks, it, it doesn't look bad. It doesn't look like a game that's like, you know, in the running for game of the year, but it could be pretty fun, you know, given the right, circumstances mm-hmm. for sure all right cool um and yes currently you know that's coming from microsoft so no plans to see that on playstation but of course um right playstation has its own kind of you know large-scale uh zombie survival game coming out so um nothing to worry about there right um scooting on along steamworld dig 2 is already out on uh i believe uh, definitely on PC, I think on Xbox One already as well. Um, it's now coming to Switch and PS4, still on the May 22nd. Um, that's coming from Image and Forum Games. It's, you know, SteamWorld Dig. You know what uh, it is. We've, we've talked more, about it before. Yeah, we've, we've talked about this in the past. We've played this exact trailer in the past, so... Yeah. Um, nothing too big to add there. It's it's kind of a cool concept, but there's so many different games have done that at this point that um, it, it's definitely not my thing. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Um, and then moving right along, last one for the May 22nd date uh, from Maximum Games coming out on the PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Tennis World Tour. Um, you know what? I don't really know anything about this game. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, tennis it's no Rockstar Table Tennis. It's definitely. I, I can mean, tell you that. I haven't even seen point, anything. Right. right. Yeah. Why would you even try to be? I wouldn't try. Um, let's see. Do I have any gameplay in this trailer? Uh, right at the end there, yeah. Yeah, at the very end. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know. I, I don't know. I mean, it depends on how into, like, tennis, you know, mm-hmm. you could be. Uh, I, I'm more of a uh, Mario... Um, was it Mario Tennis... Aces? Strikers. Like the new uh, Aces, yeah. Strikers. Strikers was the soccer game, right? Soccer game, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you know, if you're super into tennis and you're looking for that sports game, you know, there you go. Hell yeah. Not for me, though. I feel you, dog. Doggy. <laughs> oh! Next! Moving on. So, uh, May 24th. Um, you may remember uh, this game from, what was it, like a Nintendo Direct where they were sort of announcing some stuff that was coming up. Uh, Dylan's Dead Heat mm-hmm. Breakers coming out on 3DS on the 24th. Um, 
they're getting like really um how do i want to describe it they're like some of the stuff they have coming out on switch is like why or uh sorry on 3ds is like why wouldn't you just make this for the switch yeah like they're getting really ambitious with like the scale it's like a fully it's like a full 3d world um it's like some weird fursuit bullshit going on uh, yeah it's, it's like it's just odd they're, they're they tr- go ahead yeah. no, i was gonna say some of the stuff that they're creating and like making on this system is like let's just throw this shit against the wall see if it sticks right and it's like it it, it looks like relatively like difficult like expensive to do and everything and i, I don't understand why they wouldn't just put it out on the switch and make mad bank yeah you know um it's weird it looks kind of like a like i don't even know like an animal crossing meets mad max i, I, I don't yeah, know i don't know yeah it's or fallout got, like I think it's from the team that did an Animal Crossing game because it's definitely got that like audio and like everybody's an animal and everything. Yeah, um, it's just really odd. Like, I mean, it has racing elements, it has fighting elements, right. and a fully realized 3D world. Um, I mean, sure, graphically it's not the best. If they would have done this on Switch, like we were saying, mm-hmm. you know, it could have been something. Of course, uh, but you know, I don't know. There's a demo. You can download the demo today. Yeah, why not? Check it out. See if it's something yeah. you're into. I still think it's time to put the 3DS to bed and just migrate everything to the Switch. Right. Um, I feel like they're gonna milk that. They're gonna milk that old walnut as long as they can. Yeah, they will. And I, I understand that it's a different thing. Like, it's it's a different market and everything. Like, they got a lot more kids that still have a 3DS. You know, people have had a 3DS for like 20 years at this point. <laughs> right. So, like, I understand that, but. I still think it's time to like move on and, and really feed to. Um, yeah, focus your audience, efforts. You know? Yeah, focus your efforts on something that could be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was Ron Swanson who said, "Take two things you'd half-ass and full-ass one thing." Right. I agree. Yeah. Cool. You, I think you were talking about this one earlier, right? This next game. Yeah, uh, the trailer is like really interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I don't really understand how to pronounce this. <laughs> I thought it was uh, Seven Scarlet until I saw it spelled with the proper capitalization of the C. Seven Scarlet? Seven Scarlet. Uh, Sounds right. Yeah, I guess. Um, we'll go with that. So, yeah, so this is um, a visual novel. I can't 100% tell what's going on because they just have like a full anime intro as their trailer. Uh-huh. Um, it seems like there's like a mystery going on and like you're also trying to like fuck some hot dudes probably I don't know <laughs> okay <laughs> um, but I mean it looks kind of interesting it's coming a- out for the Vita um, we have some Vita a, we have a news story later that this is actually we do. one of the last physical Vita games coming out yeah um, in the US but uh I mean, it's kind of interesting. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that I, like, I would get, usually I would get, you know, a, less than a minute into this trailer. Mm. And if I didn't see something else other than what I've seen so far, I would just be like, next. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. It just, like, it doesn't do it for me. Like, the visual novel, 
stuff just doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Like, some of them can be good. Sure, they can tell a good story, but that's not what I want in a video game. It definitely depends. Um... Yeah. I mean, there are times where I've, you know, I've got through something and I'm like, okay. But I won't go out of my way mm-hmm. for this. Definitely not for this. Weird. It looks like seven... Car- seven's Carlet. Seven's Carlet. But what is a Carlet? I don't know. Carlet. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything about this. Weird. Scoot right uh, along to something <laughs> equally damning. Yeah, I'm gonna scoot right along to the old Dark Souls remastered. Uh, coming out as well, May 25th, from Namdai Bamco mm-hmm. for PC, PS4, and Xbox, uh, Xbox One. Um, you know, I didn't actually get to jump into the technical test like I wanted to. Um, but most of it was just, like, you know, testing servers to see if you could play with friends and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, mostly invasion. So, I, you know, that was one of the things that I was like, you know, I think I'm good. <laughs> Being invaded upon constantly doesn't sound like a fun Oops. time for me. It sounds like all of the terrible stuff about uh, Being in jail. Dark Souls. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's coming to a lot of things that, you know, don't, like, don't have it. And I know a few people that are actually really stoked for this one. Um, you know, it's the same old game. You can't really, there isn't a lot, a lot more to uh, say about it. But it's good to have, now you can have, you know, the entire collection, pretty much, on, mm-hmm. like, one console or whatever. Um... This one was, I mean, this this game was really good. It has a lot of iconic moments, um, especially right now we're watching the Gargoyle fight, like, trying to get around and cut that thing's tail off so you can get that sweet weapon. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's one of those things, you know, for, like, I'm not going to be able to talk you into buying this game. You know, you're either a fan or you're not. Right. So, it is what it is. It was coming out on the 25th. Nice. Um, also on the 25th? Uh, big day for PS4. Detroit mm-hmm. Become Humans coming out from Quantic Dream, of course. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's from from what I've heard, it sounds like you're not going to be getting this on uh, release day. Yeah, I'm. I'm still really torn. I guess we'll see what happens when release day gets here. Mm. I mean, it'll probably be release day gets here. God damn it, that looks cool. I'll buy that one and then I'll yeah not pick up it here because I'll be playing this constantly. But I don't know. Um, did you play the demo? I didn't play the demo. I wanted to... I didn't. Didn't, okay. Uh, I, I wanted... I kind of wanted to, but then I was like, if I get the full game, there'd be no point in me playing the demo. i just have to play through that again. It'd be cooler... Yeah. You know, not, I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe I will go play the demo. Uh, mm. Maybe that'll change my opinion. I, I've been struggling back and forth with this one quite a bit. That's what I've been thinking. Like, it's... Uh, there's a lot, I mean, a shit ton of, uh, like, controversy around it. <laughs> and I kind of want to check out the demo just to see, like, is this something that I feel like it's safe to kind of skip around for now and just catch it later? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm still not really sure. I mean, uh, from uh, you know, for what it's worth, I think Vampire's really looking absolutely amazing. Like, it looks way <laughs> better than I expected. Right. Um... So, I don't know, like, it's, it's, a. Uh... Well, there's, 
there, there's a few reasons that I'm leaning toward one rather than the other. Mm. Um, this being a huge AAA title yep. coming out for the PlayStation. Um, this thing is gonna, going to be, like, stream-wise, this thing's going to be streamed by everyone and their mother. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, someone that's smaller is going to just get married. Um, yeah. And for two, I feel like I'll play through this thing once, and I'll be like, okay, that was fun. Um, you know, let's go back and let's see what else I can do different. Mm-hmm. Might play through it a full time again. And then, like, by that time, I feel like I'll be like, okay, I need a break. Yeah. So, but with Vampire, I feel like it's going to take me longer to get from point A to point B. Whereas mm-hmm. this is going to be a, you know, it's going to be like decision, 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 now and there. Vampire, it's going to be like, they, they have a little bit of like RPG elements thrown in, um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of action. It just, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, I, I, like I said, I'm still torn. And we'll okay. see what happens. So. Yeah, like, part of my thing is that um, I sort of know what Detroit is going to be. Yeah. Like, yep. I get it. Um, you know, it's going to be beyond four souls. Right? Yep. Um, which looks... I mean, it's... it's Like I said, it's looking good. Um, I, I sort of don't want to support their opening... Like, I'm going to get the game. But I don't want to support their opening week. Um, I want them to kind of, like, feel the controversy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like... You know, like I said, part of my thing is that I don't know what Vampire is going to be, but it looks awesome. We're like, of course, uh, Detroit looks awesome because think about their budge, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, exactly. And Vampire was able to be taken from something that essentially looked like, you know, a B game or possibly even worse to, like, sort of one of my most anticipated summer games. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and that's the amazing. other thing. Like, it's such a low quality. Like, if I can grab something that's not as well known, and I can start playing it, mm-hmm. and not only can I a get a bigger audience because there's not as many people playing it, but you know, b get some eyes on a game that you know not as many people are playing. Right. You know, that's good. I mean, right. that's why I do half of the streams that I do. Like, I play a lot of games because I like to play them. You know. Look at, like last month, God of War. Like I wouldn't have picked anything else to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I constantly play Session, right. and I'm always, you know, like preaching. You know, go check this game out. Go support this game if you have a way to, you know, chip some more or you know, chip some money at you know at those guys so they can add more stuff to the game. You know, mm-hmm. find that way. You know, let's you know make it happen. <clears throat> Exactly. Um, so, I mean, that, that's kind of another big reason that I'm like, Vampire is probably going to be it for me. But goddamn, if this game doesn't look good. Yeah. So, tough decision here. But you can for make sure. that decision for yourself. May 25th, uh, coming out from Quantic Dream on PS4. Yeah. And the last game that we have coming out on May 25th mm-hmm. uh, is coming out, uh, it's a Steam game. And it's for now. Pixel ju- for now, uh, Pixel Junk Monsters Two from Q Games. Um, if you know Pixel Junk, I mm-hmm. mean, you know what you're going to be getting with Pixel uh, Pixel Junk Monsters. Um, if you played the first one, of course, you know what you're going to get. But if you've ever seen a uh, Pixel Junk game, you kind of like you're like, oh, okay, I know, 
Mm-hmm. I know what we're getting here. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like a tower defense, right? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely got tower defense. Um, it's like know, a hybrid tower stylings. Defense. Yeah, you're like you are a character, and you're running around doing your own thing, and you're you you've got your your tower defense going on in the background, sort of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've always I've liked the the pixel junk series. Uh, I've checked out quite a few of them. Um, it's I'm probably there. not going to pick this one up until it's free in PlayStation Plus in two years. Right. But until then, I mean, it's definitely um, it's a good series. It's got a cool vibe. Um, it's sort of just up to um, if it's something that you want to spend time on or not. And this one's got more like hero customization than in the past. You're kind of doing more stuff um, as your sort of you know little mini hero than you have in the past games. Mm-hmm. So looks yeah. like there's a they're adding a multiplayer experience to it. Okay. Uh, looks like it says up to four cool. players. Um, you have customizing your character, new towers, ton of new towers. Um, looks like some like natural defenses that you can set up as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it says PS4, Switch, um, and Steam. So okay. Uh, but this one looks like it's just coming out. Yeah, I don't know. It might be coming out fiber. after on uh, PS4 and Switch. Right. Um, maybe like a week or so after, because they're getting better and better at getting this stuff all to come out. You know. I will say their environments are really cool. I mean, yeah, they have a yeah. really like the like you know the pixel junk uh, art style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good, you know. Yeah. It has it has that has that crisp edge to it. It pops, um, and uh, yeah, yeah. This is definitely something if you know you have the funds and you're looking for something fun to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, definitely. Yeah, these are usually like twenty dollars games, if I remember. Yeah, that sounds about right. Cool. All Looks right. like that is everything for the games releasing May 21st to May 27th. Yeah. Um, if we miss anything and you want to let us know, uh, at Mammoth Games Inc. over on Twitter, uh, we might pop it in next week's episode. For sure. Cool. Uh, we really don't have any deals. There are some deals that are out there, but they're ending. Uh, mm-hmm. Some demos and freebies that are going to be good for you know the next few days. But by the time the podcast comes out, uh, not really worth mentioning. Um, so we'll just move right on along to uh, the weekly news, yeah, uh, which we have. News. Yeah, we have a lot. There, there's been a lot of things that have happened in this past week, um, especially. Uh, since we're not recording this on Friday, we're recording this on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had those extra few days for, you know, things to happen and right. and stuff like that. So, uh, first up, we have the Call of Duty Black Ops Four announcement. Um, pretty big, pretty big um, announcement here. They had a it was about an hour long event where they talked about everything that's coming up with Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Um, and the things that I want to point out, you know, they're going to, of course, have their, uh, their standard multiplayer mode. Um, they're going to have their zombie mode, which is actually launching with three different experiences. Uh, one called Nine, one called Voyage of Despair, and then, uh, the one that kind of, like, surprised a lot of people. It's called Blood of the Dead, which is a uh, fan-favorite returning map. Oh. Previously titled "Mob of the Dead" from Black Ops Two. Um, yeah, and I, you know we don't know how that's going to change or what's going to happen with that. Um, mm-hmm. But these modes actually look pretty 
like pretty good. Um, nine had them all sitting around in a. Uh, uh, they were doing some sort of ritual in this room. They all had like bowls of like some. I think it was a liquid. It was a bowl of dicks, is mm-hmm. what I saw. But it was like a bowl of liquid, and these vapors were coming up. And they were inhaling it. Oh, vapors! And, uh, so uh, we get it. You vape. Um, we get it. You vape. And uh, <clears throat> it, like, next thing you know, they're in this coliseum, and there's this dude with this mask doing a ritual of his own. They're locked in a cage. All of these guys are chained up around the outside where this dude's doing this ritual. They all turn to zombies. The cage opens, um, and I didn't see a gun. In any of the characters' hands. They all had melee weapons. Um, So, you know, we had, I think, daggers. One guy had a shield and a mace. Another dude had a big, like, axe or a hammer. Mm -hmm. Um, So it looked very different than your standard experience. Um, But then Voyage of Despair was your more typical experience where uh, you're on a boat. They were trying to do this, this mission where they were trying to get something out of the safe. So they had to swindle this woman out of her key. And they got into the room, and then they had to bust into the safe. And the item in the safe got into someone else's hands, um, and he activated it, turning everyone in the boat uh, into Damn. zombies. And Damn. yeah, but the last thing that they showed—it was pretty interesting. Um, they were on the deck of the boat, and it did that like slow zoom out where there's zombies all around them, and they're like, "Oh mm. shit, what are we gonna do here? Now we're fucked." Um, and as it zooms out, you see like the the big smokestack, iconic smokestack. It mm-hmm. zooms out more, and the boat is headed right for an iceberg. It was fucking oh, Titanic. Nice. So that That's was really cool. cool. I was like, this, it, like, it's that last thing that was like, made it, made it all worth it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so and is, then, that what, is that canonical? Is that what happened to the Titanic? I think it is. Damn. I, I think they did all I mean, of their research. Right. Like, they I went back in time. Uh, right. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to counter that. <laughs> it sounds realistic I don't, to me. I, I don't have the knowledge, is all right. I'm saying. Exactly. Um, and then, uh, Blood of the Dead is mob is basically Mob of the Dead, where you're trying mm-hmm. to your prisoners trying to escape Alcatraz. Cool. Um, but the thing that they announced that was uh, not surprising. Mm. Uh, we went into this. I went into this going, they're not going to have a single player. It was all rumor. They didn't even talk about a single player, but they talked about a new mode called Blackout. Um, and as I wrote, it's Call of Duty Swan Dive into the open world, last man standing survival game mode market. Right. Uh, Blackout is their Fortnite and PUBG mm-hmm. for Call of Duty. Um, yeah, you know, I, for me, I'm like, it, it, like I was already definitely not getting this game, and I had no interest. Right. But this even pushes that further. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like I could. And, and it has some cool things, because in, like, the That's zombie it. mode and in the story, they have um, different characters that are, like, important, you know, within the Call of Duty games. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this, you'll be able to play as pretty much any of those guys. Um, so they're pulling lores from zombies, they're pulling the lore from uh, some of the other games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um you know that's cool. I, you know that's not bad. You know, just like in Fortnite, you know, you have Penny and you have all the you know other characters that are a little iconic now. You know, there was a character if you played Fortnite, you know that in um, the Save the World mode, they had a ton of different characters that you could play as, and you probably picked one of them and you played them for a pretty long time, so you remember. And it, it'll be the same way I feel like with this. So, um, okay, you know, it's whatever. 
but I, I don't know if like okay, so you're getting the multiplayer. You're getting the zombie mode, which is launching with three experiences, which is more than they've ever launched with. Mm-hmm. And then you're getting the battle royale mode. Is that enough? For a $60 game. Yeah, exactly. Like, they've completely... Well, they, they've they actually... Uh, there's been some, like, sort of, uh, I guess, confusion in the reporting. They didn't even attempt to make a single player. They were like, we didn't yeah. cut single player, we just aren't doing it. Yeah. Which is like, and, uh, is that better or worse? But it's... Looking at it, they're, you know, it's like, why would they? Why would they worry about a single player mode mm-hmm. when, you know, not even... 33% of the people make it halfway through the single player mode. That's true. Most people don't even attempt it. Yeah. I mean, if you ask a certain range of people who play this game, a certain mm-hmm. age range of people, they'll be like, it has a single player mode? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not good. So, I mean, they, they kind of have to move away from that, but I think they could have done this. They could have worked a single player mode into a, um, a co-op setting that could have made it interesting. Hmm. And they just chose not to. They could have made a multiplayer, uh, almost like basically make make fucking make Left 4 Dead. Mm. Make a four player as you know you're going through, uh, you know, just trying to get to this exit, but you know you're playing you know against hordes of other people. That's I mean it's it could still be under the multiplayer options, mm-hmm. you know, make that. That would have made this game worth it, I think. But as is for me. I'm like I don't I don't think so. It's mm-hmm. not a lot of content. I mean it it is because they're jumping in and you know for them it's a lot of content. Taking on this new um, battle royale style mode, making a map bigger than they've ever made. Uh, you know that's a lot. But for us, I don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. Huh. That's all that though. <laughs> Moving on. That's, that's definitely something. Um, yep. So yeah, uh, as we kind of like hinted at earlier, um, Sony is ending production of physical Vita games. Um, the hardware manufacturer says digital distribution will continue. Uh, they're going to end making portable, uh, you know, the physical little, they're sort of like memory cards, like SD cards. Um, now apparently they are going to try to continue making some in Japan for, for Sony titles um which is probably smart right in general they're gonna they're gonna quit making physical copies um they asked that all vita product code requests be submitted by june 28th of 2018 and that final purchase orders be entered by february 15th 2019 uh of course sony's fiscal year ends uh march 31st 2019 so they're gonna try to have that this current fiscal year that we're in right now um conclude and you know completely uh end uh physical copies on their financial reports basically because they're they're losing money on it basically yeah and this is coming off of the <clears throat> off of the news that we shared a couple weeks ago uh and and it lines up with you know when they want to end um where they're going to stop adding ps3 and vita titles to the playstation plus lineup right yeah. so it all lines up but uh, I, I don't know. For me, for a lot of people, this is probably a sad day for them. Because, yeah. you know, they, they really like the Vita. Uh, you know, it it could have been for me, but it turns out it wasn't. Mm. Um, so, 
you know, for all those people, I would really recommend get out there, get the things that you uh, need, and get them new, you know, like while you can or whatever. Um, yeah. Because yeah. next year won't be here. Yeah. Um, cool. So to kind of jump onto some kind of cool, interesting news, um, there's a, a really uh, successful indie game um, made in RPG Maker called To the Moon. Um, mm-hmm. That game, which is known to have like an extremely good story, it's like really moving. Uh, game came out in 2011, Skyrim time, Damn. back when Skyrim was only on like three systems. Yeah, it was um, only on everything. Yeah, To the Moon is actually going to be made into an animated feature film. Um, That's crazy. So the original um, creator, I, the game was all made by one person, or you know, one person with very little uh, contract help. Can uh, Gao. Can Gao. It's like one of those names that's like a sentence. Yeah. Can Gao tell me about the game? It's like, I expect dot, dot, dot after that. Like, you have more to tell me. So, um, it's a, <clears throat> uh, a, an unnamed Chinese company is doing a majority of funding. Um, the funding for this is higher than last year's, like, breakout anime hit movie, Your Name. Uh, <laughs> which I think everybody has, like... If you, you probably haven't seen the movie, but you've definitely seen like ads and shit for the movie because it was everywhere. Um, so it's a, a pretty big players in animation is what uh, Gao has said. So um, he's involved in the film. He's working on script. Uh, he's working on more games. Um, he's basically said that uh, you know the, he's going to have a hand in the script and everything, but then it's going to move on mostly to that company. So. Um, you know, wow. Yeah, I mean, get pretty weird from here on out. That's pretty big. I wonder how that went. I mean, the game was released back in 2011. Yeah. Um, has it moved on? Like, what all consoles is that thing on? Because back then it would be PS3, mm. 360, mm-hmm. and like maybe the Vita, 3DS. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know it was uh, primarily like a PC game. Okay. Um, of course, PC, yeah. But I, you know, if it made it elsewhere, like if it got big enough for an animation, you'd assume that it, the game would have branched out elsewhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And then nothing since then. Right. Huh. Japan does things a little different, don't they? Yeah. I think they do. Cool. Um. So, we have rumors that WB Games Montreal is hiring for a co-op Batman game. Um, mm. it, it, was, it was pretty interesting. Um, the former developer has been working on an undisclosed new game for a better part of the last couple of years, well, for a couple of years now. But a recent yeah. job listing uh, at the company um, you know, kind of talks about uh, kind of talks about a fresh open world title centered around the Dark Knight that has co-op mechanics mm. uh, that includes game games as a service element. Um, which yeah. I'm not even... That's not good. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Not 100% it's sure generous. where they'd be going with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things uh, like, who knows? You know, now we can speculate. We have an idea of what direction they're going with, especially, uh, like, according to the post, 
WB Games Montreal is seeking an exceptionally talented user researcher who is ready for the challenge of producing a AAA title on the next-gen platform. Um, mm -hmm. Knowledge with uh, games as a service being a plus. Yeah. Um, and, and I think saying that, the games as a service, uh, you know, being a plus. I mean, they put things like, you know, they, they kind of put, like, anything down in mm -hmm. that, like, oh, it would be a plus if you're, okay, you're a 3D artist, it'd be a real plus if you knew coding. You know what I mean? Right. They like, why go, wouldn't it be? Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it, I don't know. It, That's it, a good question. We'll see, we'll see uh, how this, uh, how this works out. I think there's only been, like, one big position. So, mm -hmm. meaning the rest of the stuff, all the rest of the people working on it are kind of internal. Right. Um, so, you know, that's uh, that's probably a, a, maybe a good sign. I don't know. The Batman Arkham Origins really didn't work mm -hmm. out as well as the past Batman titles, but they've taken some time. I think they've probably figured a few things out, and if they're going to make a um, a co-op story-based game, that could be really cool. Um, where you could play as Batman and Robin, or you know, whoever. Mm -hmm. Could be interesting. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. It's one of those things where there's like a lot of like promise, and you just at a certain point you just have to kind of wait and see what happens, you know? Right, right. And um, every time, every time we read one of these like job listings, uh, yeah. it, it is kind of like, well, we have who we knows to get a good payoff for that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, we've we've definitely done a lot. I mean, we we try to keep a good eye on like job listings and things like that, just to see. Um, you know what kind of cool stuff could be coming and we i don't i don't know that we've ever seen one pan out yet um i don't think we've seen anything pan out that we already didn't know about though right that we, that wasn't already a guarantee or whatever yeah right um yeah but yeah we'll we'll roll along and kind of um take a you know the first look at the new map for uh overwatch um it's called petra Looks like it is sort of. I, have, uh, I haven't seen I don't know, yet. Egyptian themed. Um, um certainly. Yeah, it kind of, kind of has that ornate floor. Has that um, mm. nasty <clears throat> like canyon. Ha yep, and it has. Are they like, referring a, to the Petra? Um, let me look into this. Oh yeah, Petra, the um, city in Jordan. Um. It's a World Heritage UNESCO site. It's like a city carved directly into a mountain, basically. Um, yep, that's what that's what this looks like. Yeah, that must be it. This is this is really cool. This looks like a map for uh, for Farah, um, mm. who is the um, queen of my heart. Yeah, she's she's kind of the the jetpack rocketeer, right? Uh, lady. Yeah, it looks. It looks cool. I, I love all of their maps, though. Like, there's nothing about like oh, Overwatch. Yeah, their level I, design is like unparalleled. I love their level design. I love their character. I love almost everything about this game. It's just I like I don't like to play this solo. <laughs> so you know, not for me. Not a lot to do when you're just you yeah. Know, it's just not it's yeah. just not as fun. Um, but this I, I love watching everything about this though. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. The new map looks cool, though. Uh, city just carved into a mountain. 
yeah. Junkrat just blew himself up. Good times. <clears throat> and this was shown off at the Overwatch League. Um, mm-hmm. was so that, like, is that and, going on right now? Do they have a big... Uh... Yeah, actually, one of our uh, one of one of my friends that I went to college with, um, she uh, did a tracer cosplay for the Florida Mayhem team. Shit. So spot on that the uh, Overwatch uh, E League, whatever it's called, Twitter like retweeted her. Oh, that's sick. It was really spot on. She was like freaking out and losing nice. her mind. Yeah, that's really cool. Good stuff. For sure. All right. Let's move on to net, net, net neutrality. Similar. Very similar to Overwatch. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so uh, the Senate... I mean, this was kind of somewhat expected, I guess. Um, you know, in December, uh, the FCC voted to end net neutrality. Um, so the Senate voted to reinstate the net neutrality, basically. 52 to 47, really close. Yeah. Um, which is that, shocking down to because a- to vote... like. This is something that has like overwhelming public support. Only business wants net neutrality gone, basically. So like it's a death knell to your political career to not be in favor of net neutrality. So I'm kind of surprised that people are even willing to take the risk on it. Um, right. It's one of those things like when like when a certain like when a bill goes through that is specifically going to like help veterans or something, nobody votes against it. It's not really right. going to help, and everybody knows that it's really not going to change anything. But, like, nobody's, like, inherently against it. And it's really weird when this kind of stuff happens, and, like, 47 people said, no, I want to let net neutrality die. And, like, allowed their name to be attached to that. You know what I mean? Those other 52 are just like, we know who to vote out next time. Like, For real. Like, okay, like, guys, have at them. Like, yeah, it's like, those are probably themselves. those are probably the people that are voting with you know, like their wallet rather than mm-hmm. with the 100%. you know public's public's best uh, intentions in mind. You know, hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, you know, I don't. I'm not gonna miss those forty-seven. Um, yeah. So it's a. Uh, I don't know. Like, apparently, all Republicans except for three senators voted for it which is really wild um the uh it, it's gonna be really tough to get it through the house so, like they say at the bottom here uh, this is basically a symbolic vote because um the house of uh, you know that it's much more important for it to make it through the house of representatives that's not been scheduled um it's gonna be really heavily influenced by these midterm elections um net neutrality proponents would need to be uh, they'd need to get the signature of a majority of the House to use... Uh, basically, you'd have to get every single Democrat to vote to retain the protection and also flip 22 Republicans to win. In this case, they were able to flip three. And this, like the Senate is highly contentious right now. The House is not as contentious. Um, and you'd need to flip 22. Uh, it's very unlikely. Yeah, um, and they don't even have every Democrat on board yet. There's a lot of like center right Democrats who are like, "Oh, this would be good for business." No, yeah. which I mean, pretty unilaterally, it would not be. But I guess you can think whatever you want. You know, you're allowed to be wrong. But for now, free porn for everyone. Or that's what I would do. Like instant, like 
automatic uh, vote in. Just like I'm, I'm running on my very pro porn platform right now. You know? <laughs> um, cool. So yeah, I mean, I, I it was sort of expected that the government would save it somehow, just because it's like so toxic. But it's actually right. turned out to be a lot less of a like obvious win than anticipated. Um, which is really weird to me. So um, we'll see where it goes. For sure. Cool. Um, and next, we finally figured out that mystery uh, we were talking yeah. about with Bethesda. Uh, they kept tweeting out a bunch of stuff that was showing off. Um, uh, the common thing was a date and the color pink. And then finally, the news broke on Instagram, of all places, I guess. Yeah. Um, where they weird. just put a collage together and wrote a big number two and talked about Rage 2 a bit. Um, so it's Rage 2. They are uh, making it in conjunction with Avalanche Studio, who made Mad Max back in 2015, uh, mm -hmm. who, who currently make um, Just Cause. Um, this right. looks like, to me, a lot different game than we got first time around. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people are like, no, I see all the similarities. And I'm like, I see some of the similarities. I see some of the like creatures and things that you're killing. Hmm. But this looks like an entirely different game to me. Well, um, I think, um, you know, the first game was very much like um, a kind of proof of concept, I think. Yes. Um, that didn't necessarily work out. Um, it had a lot of issues. It had but, so much promise. Um, but I, mean, I really, just... I loved the first. I, I don't like first-person shooters, as anybody who's listened knows. Um, yeah. But it was honestly one of my favorite uh, shooters of the time. Um, it was very, like, systems-wise, it was incredibly powerful. Like, uh, the enemies would, like, try to dodge bullets by, like, throwing their whole body out of the way, which is realistic. Um, yeah. But this definitely seems like it's been mixed more with Doom. Yes. Um, it's a lot, like, faster, like, more frenetic combat, I think. Um, it, it, it seems like it shares a universe and a story, and that's it. In my opinion. Yeah, you know, they were trying to do a lot of things with, the, with Rage originally. And one of the bigger things that they really wanted to, I think, get across was how, you, how we work with textures... Mm. Um, and at the time, it was like the industry wasn't dominated by the industry standards that we have now right. when it comes to texturing. And they were really on the cutting edge and forefront of using those, mm. you know, those tools that nobody else had been using yet. And yeah. it made the environments look fantastic. The environments here, they look mm -hmm. phenomenal. They look, everything right. looks great. Um, right. But, uh, you know, they... Uh, you know, going from the first one, the first one felt very point A to point B without a point in between. You know, mm -hmm. there was no point. The point was to get to the point you were going to. There was nothing right. else happening. Yeah, there was um, there was a story, and that was it. Exactly. And this looks like there's so much more. I mean, you see them, and mm -hmm. that, that was a problem with Mad Max as well. Um, yeah. You know, there were you know there were a lot of just open wastelands where you get jumped by you know random packs of whatever drivers trying to kill you but mm -hmm. aside from that i mean what else was there it really wasn't much um yeah. and i think their avalanche is bringing that knowledge um to 
uh, id, who has the knowledge of Rage 2, and they're not going to let that shit go down again. Mm-hmm. Um, Bethesda's track record's been incredibly high. I don't think that they would yeah. um, support something this heavily, especially with the marketing campaign that they've already oh, yeah. busted out. Uh, you know, if it wasn't very different than what the first one was. I mean, really, this was their biggest marketing push from Bethesda themselves since, I don't know, what... Uh, Fallout 4. Fallout 4, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we... I, I, I'm not sure what else they have to announce. Um, looking back at some of those photos, I don't know how they all tie into the Enraged 2. Mm-hmm. Well, so, that is definitely... Um, you know, we're definitely going to have the Prey, like, Moon DLC. We're just kind of waiting to hear what form that takes. Right. Um, so that that's that's coming up, and that could be the... I mean, they, they didn't announce it, so it can't be everything, I guess. Like, the, the rocket ship said 514. Yep. And we didn't see that there. So, I don't know. Yeah, and in this trailer, in this gameplay reveal trailer... I mean, they, they don't show anything rocket-oriented. There's nothing... This right. is very grounded, very anarchist society of, like, a Mad Max world. That's that's what it right. is. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I did see someone they put... They, they had put um, on the picture of that rocket. It's nice to see that the ghoul from Fallout 4 made it. Oh, that's funny. That's pretty funny. Um, he finally made it home, where he was trying to get to the whole time. Um... My man. But this trailer does show off a lot of scenarios. You know, they show off some gameplay scenarios, but I feel like a lot of the scenarios were, okay, here's a small area that we've, you know, added some things into. Let's drop some enemies in there, and then just we'll go in and destroy them, and that'll be a piece of our gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I really dislike that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. that it's not... This is... It, it, that's more of a this is what it would be like, not this is what it's like. Correct. And, uh, yeah, I, I dislike that. Um, but I'm not going to let that ruin anything for me. I'm a big fan of, A, the setting, B, the teams involved, and uh, mm-hmm. and, and the world that they put in front of us, just showing off some of the, like, kooky things that you can do. Um, some of these warriors drunk out in the woods, uh, yep. that launching people out of a cannon and then blasting them out of the air. It's just, it's, it, it's equal parts serious and campy, so... Yeah. I think this will be fun. I'm excited. For sure. But yeah, mystery solved. I'm excited to see more. I'm glad to know that... I mean, people had a pretty strong belief that it was going to be Rage. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad to I'm glad to finally know. Yeah, and I think they uh, they wanted to get this out because they want to show gameplay live on stage at E3. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. I mean, that that's where my mind goes to when I... Like, why, why else would they do it? I agree. Um, so we have E3, what is it, about three weeks away? Uh, we'll find out. For sure. A couple, couple more podcasts, we'll find out. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, after that, we have uh, Paradox kind of had their... Um, Paradox has their own convention, uh, ParadoxCon. Uh, I believe they're over in Norway or Sweden, one of those. What's the difference, right? Um <laughs> So I feel like someone would have a problem with that, but me, I'm just like, I'm not sure. I mean, name three differences. I can't. Um, so, yeah, one of their first things here, um, they're actually working on Imperator Rome. Um, 
So kind of a, a cool new uh, Roman setting uh, game coming out. I, I look to see a lot of really deep, um, you know, not only like researching technology, building a city, managing your army, but also a lot of like politicking because they're really um, in their sculptures here. You know, they have warfare, they have construction, they have civilians or whatever, but they also have, um, you know, Caesar getting ready to get shizanked. So uh, I think it'd be really cool to have some, um, you know, some more like political simulation because um, that that's been known to not be great in the past. So, um, yeah, looking really cool. Um, excited to see more of that. No gameplay yet. Um, but it's definitely something I can see Paradox nailing. For sure. Yeah, that's that, that's interesting. Um, they, I feel like they take on a lot of things that they that other people just don't. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. It's like, well, let's let's go ahead and run down this path of, and, you know, make this kind of game. Because literally mm-hmm. nobody else is doing that. Right. And that's cool. I mean, um, yeah, the, the Rome-themed games have kind of died out. So, excited right. to see where this one goes. For sure. Cool. And in... Man, I, I don't know how to label this one. Is this depressing news? Is this bad news? Is this... Good news. Um, yeah. I mean, it could be potential growth later on. But um, Cliff Lazinski went on and made a statement as saying that Bosky Production is effectively no more uh, shut down. He says that he set up four years ago to make a world-class video game studio, hired some of the best talents in the video game industry. They worked tirelessly to produce quality products um, and that they've had their ups and downs, but they had fun doing it. Um, you know, they, he goes on to talk about some of their games, what they're going to do. He says himself he's going to take some time off and reflect, uh, wants to focus on himself, his family, as well as Aussie Teddy, or my Aussie Bob. Teddy, who is uh, fading from us. So, um, you know, he's taking some time off. I don't think this will be the last time we'll see Cliff Lewinsky in video games. Um, mm. I, think, I think he's taking... I think he's going to take a little bit of time to uh, reflect on what he was doing, and I hope he takes the time to reflect on the direction that the studio went rather than what they were working on. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, because they were constantly, and I think I said before, they've been constantly focusing on the wrong things. Yeah. Um, you know, let's focus on, you know, making something. Uh, they're not focusing on making something fantastic. They're focusing on making something successful. Um, and usually, you know, we, the most successful games you find, you know, a company that makes something, uh, fantastic that they love to play and that other people will love to play. It'll become successful. Um, mm-hmm. not the other way around. So, um, but man, he has been getting some backlash. <laughs> uh, oh, he just gets really, fucking roasted by people. Yeah. People just being shitty it's to him. And it's just like, he's like, he was just trying, you know, he's just trying. You know? He's just trying to do his thing. He's, he's trying never, to get his thing out and whip it around. Like, he's always been under the thumb of someone else. And he mm-hmm. wanted to not be like that. And he wanted to let his creativity fly. And I, I think I, I think this failure he's going to learn a lot from. And he'll come back stronger for it later. Mm-hmm. So I think within the next five years, we'll see. Um, we'll see him somewhere else doing something. Um, with this knowledge already in his pocket. So, mm-hmm. I think that's good. Yeah. Um, I, 
I, I still think I've said it before, and I think that he needs to be managed. He's definitely a really, like, really creative guy. He's talented. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to be under a, a comp, uh, at least a couple like. I don't know what it would be, you know, creative directors. I don't know if it would be like studio people, but he needs to be reined in. And when he says something like, uh, hey, our last game bombed. Let's just copy whatever everybody else is doing. There's somebody needs to be like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, don't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he could work really well with creating like basically like a bromance with someone else in the industry. And mm-hmm. uh you know, just working off that other person, I think he would do well with that, and possibly, you know, whoever, depending on who he teams up with, could benefit yeah. for sure. Um, I was kind of looking through the comments, and Gabe stops like, saddened to hear this clip. We look forward to your return. Um, and he, he just put, uh, thanks. Sorry for trolling you all these years. <laughs> yeah. he'll be back to trolling your asses soon enough don't you worry as soon as he gets a fucking chance yeah oh man good stuff um and then moving right along more kind of twitter news um yeah it's kind of a like a little bit of a two-part thing so talking about borderlands 3 uh everyone is speculating that it will not be at uh E3 at all, as well, it's being pushed all the way back to 2020. Um, Randy Pitchford says in a uh, like five or six part tweet, six part tweet, um, that's completely off topic, and this is kind of just, you know, something that just brings it back to his real life. Uh, he could he says he could write that Borderlands 3 will not be at E3, and many of you will choose not to believe it. Many of you will find a way to interpret the intent to suit, you know, what you truly believe regardless. That's um, going to be at E3. So I, I, think, I think that's interesting um, that he wrote that, and I, <laughs> I responded to it with, um, you know, he, he says he could write that. Not that he is going to write that. He says that he could. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And then I realized by, by the time I was done that I was part of the problem. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I'm twisting it to, you know, believe what you know i want to believe um but then on top of that we got a take two uh news release talking about their uh uh just their fiscal year fiscal year 2018 um and if we slide down to management comments um second paragraph uh second paragraph in uh the highly anticipated title from one of 2k's biggest franchise which uh, has been planned for release during the current fiscal year is now planned for a launch during the 2020 fiscal year. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, additional development time. We're excited about this title. Um, we want to enhance our results for the next fiscal year. So um, if it is Borderlands, which it very well could be Borderlands, um, you know, I can't think of anything else it could be. Mm-hmm. It's not Red Dead. Red Dead is their biggest game that's going to be coming out this year. Yeah, hands down. It's going to be one. Of, it's probably going to be the biggest game that of comes year. out this year. Yeah. Um, you know, so they're you know they have that. They have GTA Online, which is still mm-hmm. doing uh, incredibly well. Um, so the only other thing I can really think that it could be, aside from their traditional games that come out every year, you know, the WWE game, you know, uh, NBA 2K, stuff like that. It kind of kind of points 
at Borderlands. So, um, so I think one of two things is going to happen this year at E3. Either they're not going to show it at all and they're going to wait until next year and they're going to get that trailer ready for next year for the year after release. Mm-hmm. Or um, we're going to see something this year and uh, they're still going to say, but it's going to be waiting until 2020. Mm-hmm. So I do truly believe this one, you know, this report is management comment. It's definitely talking about Borderlands. Mm-hmm. So, you know... That's a little, uh, it's a little depressing because we've been waiting a long time for a good, you know, another Borderlands game. The pre-sequel didn't quite hit right with me. Um, yeah. Borderlands Two was okay, uh, but I'm really glad that they've taken time to figure out what made Borderlands right in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm okay with giving them time as long as we get that, that product. You know. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, so then we've got several other delays, I guess. <laughs> um, Shinmu 3, uh, is looking to come out in, uh, 2019 now. I didn't know that that had a release date set. I didn't either. I just assumed um, it was never coming out. Right. I mean, that's, you know, let's be honest here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, at least, you know, the release window we're looking at now, um, we're looking at, uh, around 2019. Um, they said this is for polish. I don't believe that. Um, it's certain ways for development. We um, need a year. We need a year for polish. Right. And then uh, also Metro Exodus uh, looks like it's getting pushed, which again, I was not expecting to come out this year, anyways. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't definitely didn't expect this. One. They did show a decent amount of gameplay though. Um, yeah, but uh, it's actually a gonna, they're looking at uh, quarter one of 2019. So uh, what's that up through March? So, so this this could be this could be a polished thing. This could also be a we just don't want to compete with the Red Dead. You know, yeah, the Red Dead, the Call of Duty. We don't want to compete in that that time frame. So let's try to do a Prey Two situation here. Yeah. Or a Prey situation, not Prey Two. Prey tell Prey. me if Prey Two was ever coming out. It's not. <laughs> Prey Two was available for pre order when I started working at GameStop in twenty fourteen. Holy hell. And it was removed from that listing, and I had to call all of those people and tell them to come do something with their money when I left. Uh, Or I started in 2011. It was on there in 2011 when I left in 2014. Mm -hmm. It was just being removed. Good times. (laughs) That's fine. Good times. And now on to hopefully better news. Yeah, we're we're away from our... uh, All this stuff has been delayed and, and moved, so we'll move on to some... Something actually interesting. Uh, there have been a ton of Pokemon rumors uh, flying around the old internet. Um, I, I don't have the, the the photo up here for the live stream, um, but I, I have seen a logo for a Pokemon game, uh, and the title is "Let's Go Pikachu." Um, and then we hear that there's going to be a second one, which would keep in. Um, in line with how they would have released for, like, 3DS, where they released, like, uh, you know, like, black and white, silver and gold, you know, all these games. So they have Let's Go Pikachu, and then I hear Let's Go Eevee. Um, Mm. And, uh, you know, a, a lot of things have been kind of kicked around that, you know, just little ideas that I've heard. Um, one of the most promising things 
you know, maybe I shouldn't say promising, but um, some of the leaked stuff that I heard um, is that red and blue play a role in the story, and mm-hmm. you and your rival are new trainers, or are the new, are brand new trainers. Um, it says HM still replaced with uh, Pokey Rides from the Alolan region, uh, which is the newest game. There will be an online hub for players. Uh, it will have Pokemon Go intera- uh, integration, as well as catching Pokemon will work like in Go. Um, which you know, I don't know if that will be a, like a like a full legit thing, you know, mm-hmm. because like what if you're using the Pro Controller, you know? And you're playing yeah. Pokemon on your TV. That's a little different. Um, you can get rewards for playing Pokemon Go and Pokemon Let's Go on the uh, PS4. And uh, there will also be some new accessories coming with the game. Just all rumors that I've heard about it. Um, but we have really nothing. The only thing that really came out of that was um, a picture that said... In, in Japanese, uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, there's the, you know a ton of things flying around. Uh, and, you know, in my mind, I don't think, and I, I've, I think I've said it before, that this year they, they have to show something Pokemon-oriented at their E3 thing. Like, they, they have to. There's just, there's, we have no information about it. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to keep seeing more and more. We're just going to keep seeing more and more. Uh, leaks, and th- this was the stuff that I kind of ran down were just things that I uh, um, kind of just kind of, you know, I kind of came up with like, I went through and kind of picked the things that were uh, I think most likely. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. We usually don't do too much with, with rumors and speculations, but these ones were just so much. I, I saw them so many places, so um, I kind of wanted to touch on them, and uh, yeah, I mean, if anyone has any uh, solid ideas, you can always hit us with those on Twitter. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we'll check it out. Cool. Uh, and then more from uh, Paradox, of course. Yep, more from ParadoxCon. Uh, we have a new um, Age of Wonders game titled Planetfall. Um, historically, these have been. Um, kind of fantasy um, turn-based strategy games um, sort of uh, civilization-ish um, this one is leaning in that sci-fi direction um, which looks to be really cool um, yeah. some of their art is like really stunning uh, yeah yeah this is really good intro image yeah um, so yeah it's another, another one I'm looking for I don't know how I'm going to have time to play all these motherfucking games but it's looking very uh-huh. cool. So, what like, just because you know, I, I know I'm pretty new to uh, a lot of the things that they're making. What kind of game is this? Mm-hmm. Is it a? Uh, it's um. I mean, it's turn-based? definitely yeah. It's in the style of Civilization. Okay. Um, turn-based, pretty large-scale strategy that you're looking at. Um. Yeah, I think Civilization is the best example. Okay, because like they have this small scene. Okay, I, they do have an overview scene, but it looks mm. like they have like a very little, a cl- like, like like a close battle scene as well, um, where you can see the individual soldiers and stuff moving on the ground. But maybe they're just zoomed into their little 
civilization there. Hmm. But yeah, you like definitely can. Setting up for um, battle. Yeah, you can zoom right up in, in there and see what's going on, so. Cool. All right. Uh, and then one of the cooler things that they've, uh, they've went off and announced is uh, an Xbox adaptive controller. Um, for people who have, uh, you know, d you know, different types of disabilities, um, it, it just allows them to, uh, it just allows them to play the games when they thought, you know, maybe there isn't a way that I could ever play, uh, play again. Um, and it just allows them to, uh, you know, I haven't really looked into it too, too much on like mm -hmm. what all plugins are available, but it looks like it has several different plugins for, uh, like several different, um, like extras. So, uh, definitely something to look up if, uh, you know, this type of, because like when you think that, you know, someone says, oh, I work in the video game industry, you know, you expect one thing, you don't expect, um, you don't expect someone to have a, uh, like, oh, I'm working on the tech that will allow people who, uh, you know, were injured in, you know, like car accidents or, you know, possibly like a veteran or anything like that. Um, you know, that would integrate them back into being able to enjoy, to enjoy things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it's a pretty cool thing. Uh, they had a pretty good article over on uh, news.microsoft.com about it. Um, so, uh, yeah, a pretty broad range of things allowing it to bring it all together so people can enjoy games again. So definitely go check that article out if you get the chance. Mm-hmm. Cool. Some cool stuff. Um, okay. so another, um, kind of, like, shocking announcement. Um, yeah. Stalker 2 is now expected to come out in 2021. Um, which is kind of shocking because, um, there's been like a whole story going on around this. Um, so the original developer of the first, uh, stalker games, GSC game world, which I believe they are, um, Ukrainian, um, mm -hmm. had been working, you know, they made the original, uh, game. In the late 2000s, they said they were going to start porting the games to PS3 and 360, and they obviously didn't. Um, they started working on the creation of Stalker 2 to try to hit a 2012 release date. In December of 2011, GSC Game World was shut down uh, for mysterious reasons. The former developers formed Vostok Games. Stalker 2 was officially canceled a few weeks later because they could not get the investors and rights holders... Um, of GSC Game World to agree to allow Vostok uh, to create Stalker 2. However, uh, GSC Game World has returned, and uh, they're coming back to the series to either resume or restart development. Um, so this is through Game Informer. They said, we've reached out, but we haven't heard back from them yet. In the meantime, here's some story of all that kind of shit that's going on in the background of this. So that's really cool. There's been a couple, um, I think three Stalker games that came out in total. Uh, really cool, um, really atmospheric games. Um, wow. It's, yeah, again, cool. very systems-heavy games. Uh, you like... Um, I know there's this one really good story that is... Um, comes from, I believe, Rob Zachney from uh, Waypoint Podcast and uh, Three Moves Ahead Strategy Podcast. Um, 
where he was kind of talking about how uh, you would like sort of wander into situations that would just get you totally fucked up. Um, and, uh, you know, there's like a, a lot of like different creatures that you'll run into in the game that can just totally ruin your day. Uh, some really cool stuff. So, um, yeah, it looks like the original game came out. Uh, Stalker Shadow of Chernobyl came out in 2007. And then uh, Stalker Call of Pripyat, which is the newest of them, came out February 11th, 2010. So, um, could definitely be something to check out. Yeah, this is this is pretty interesting, too. Um, <clears throat> in June 2012, a controversial new studio union studio was formed which falsely claimed to employ former stalker developers the Hmm. studio renamed itself west games and opened a kickstarter campaign looking for uh 50,000 usd to produce ariel a spiritual successor to stalker um Hmm. after reaching 64,000 almost 65,000 two weeks before the funding closed the campaign was suspended by kickstarter stating contract violation it was later revealed that West Games acted out of fraud, having no uh, employees uh, being former uh, S- uh, GSC Game World staff and tried to crowdfund a now-canceled Adobe Flash game. Hmm. Flash so game, interesting. holy shit. Yeah. And then uh, GSC Game World officially reopened and picked up uh, development on the new game. Hmm. Interesting. That's pretty yeah, cool. it's very, very surprising. They have a pretty interesting backstory here. Yeah. Cool. Do you have uh, anything more with that? Um, I mean, I'm definitely... Uh, it's something that I want to see more of. Metro has a lot of people that worked on Stalker. Mm-hmm. Um, so Metro Exodus is kind of the culmination of, like... You know, Metro and Last Light were both uh, very prescribed. There wasn't a lot of exploration you could do. Yeah, not and really. Exodus is looking to kind of fix that. So it seems like, a, you know, a certain version of that kind of stalker feel lives on, but it'll be really cool to get a, a proper stalker too. I really like seeing a, a game company grow like that, you know? I, I like seeing them. Mm-hmm. I, I love seeing the way that Witcher, like, blossomed. Yes, absolutely. And it's, and it's really cool to see the way that Metro is kind of like, okay, linear... We'll create, you know, Last Light, still very linear, little exploration. And then with mm-hmm. what they're talking about for Exodus, I mean, it's going to show a pretty healthy growth in the company on, like, what kind of games they make and how they make them. So that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, up next is... I don't know. I guess I'll let you decide. Um... If no is. man's exactly. Yeah. Uh, no man's skies multiplayer update is coming in July, launching next to the uh, Xbox One version of No Man's Sky. So that is really interesting. I feel like this game is going to be full. Uh, this people who have played this game are going to be on. There's very limited sides. You know what I mean? It's going to be mm-hmm. like I played this on PlayStation and I hated it because. You know, a lot of people say they lied about exactly what the game was right. and, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, they when we got it, it wasn't everything that they said it was going to be right away. Right. And it took a long time. Literally, it's going to take until July 
for us to get everything that we thought you know could possibly be in the game. Meanwhile, Xbox is getting it for the first time, and it'll have mm-hmm. everything that we thought would be in it from day one. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that I think that's really interesting. Um, I kind of want to go back to it after July. I want to check it out. Um, you know, maybe get a few people to join in on multiplayer just to, you know, see if we can find each other, see if we can, you know, build and, you know, create something together and, uh, you know, just check it out. Um, it says, the multiplayer Mm -hmm. next, the multiplayer update will launch for free to uh, PC and PS4 owners the same day as the Xbox One version will come out. Yep. Hmm. That's cool. Um, I don't know. I like. I, I didn't hate like the game. I didn't hate on it as much as other people did. I mean, we kind of had. They they gave us all of the information and said this is what it's going to be. And there was a lot of other bullshit surrounding it, of course. Like, mm. um, and the biggest thing I think was, you know, hey, we're going to give you a lot of money to make this game. Do you want to do yeah. that? Uh fuck yes, we do. Okay, cool. Uh, but if you don't do that, we're going to take our money away if you say that we don't want to do that. Uh, okay, well, then we'll uh, do it. Hey, our office you know? is just flooded. Uh, I guess we have to make this fucking game. Yeah. So, I mean, so there was a lot of variables in this, and I don't think it's as cut and dry as uh, you mm-hmm. might read in the comment section of a YouTube video. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it, it's interesting, and I'm definitely willing to check this game out. Um, it would be for a third time for me, actually. Nice. Yeah. Third time's a charm. That's what they say. That I've heard that. Um, so Ubisoft uh, <coughs> is uh, God damn uh, is oh, damn. not o- not only delaying Skull and Bones until 2019, so this probably should have been up in our little delay section, but they've also said that they still have three AAA big dick titles that are going to be at E3. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like, what do we, like, if we're breaking it down, what games do we think those three big titles are going to be? Yeah. Um, so the Crew 2 is the one. The Crew Division 2 is definitely two, one. Um, Division they, 2 is expected to be one. Yeah, that's expected before, what is it, like June 2019 or something like that, I keep hearing. Um... um yeah, we'll, we'll hear about it. I, I think uh, it's definitely going to be announced at. Uh, well, I think I think they had it on one of their like year end reports that said that they expect mm-hmm. the title to come out before this date. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's that third title. What is that third title? Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's interesting. So a lot of people are saying, oh, it could be uh, it, it could be the new Watch Dogs, which is kind of what I'm hoping for because I really like Watch Dogs. Um, yeah, that could be cool. A lot of people are thinking maybe Splinter Cell. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they yeah. were doing that stuff in Wildlands. Um, yeah. But, I, you know, I, I guess uh, it's one of those things, you know, we'll see. Um, but they, they did confirm that Skull and Bones, and it's the reason that if you signed up for, um, uh, like, the to test out the, like, the beta test it and stuff like that, you probably have heard nothing about the game. It's probably mm-hmm. because, you know, we still have another year <laughs> until that yeah. one's due out. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, that's something to something to um, check out. I mean, as of right now, our E3 coverage is, uh, is almost fully covered with 
you know, multiple people on each one. Um, and so far right now for Ubisoft, I have myself and uh, um, Ed's X-Wing, who had joined us last year. He's uh, mm-hmm. he's coming back for that one at least. Um, I'm going to get with him a little before that. He might join us for a few other ones. And then I know you said uh, something similar. You're going to have to wait and see. Um, yep. and see how you know how that'll work during the week um, so yeah be prepared like I said last week for uh, our coverage of course of uh, E3 we'll be talking about all this stuff and uh, if you'd like to come and hang out with us mm-hmm. cool back to paradox stuff yes absolutely I love that it's been spread out and I could just be like and more about paradox yeah I wish I would have spread each of these out, but there's uh, three major <laughs> expansions coming um, to the basically the suite of Paradox games. Um, so one is uh, for Crusader Kings 2, which I wish they'd just kill and make Crusader Kings 3, mm-hmm. um, called uh, Holy Fury. So um, they're going to be uh, adding more... Um, uh, all these trailers, by the way, are very similar to... Um, kind of that trailer for uh, the Rome game. It's it's basically just art. Um, some pretty high quality art that just kind of gets you in the mood of what they're going for. Um, so yeah, the Holy Fury is going to like kind of, you know, emphasize the role of religion and the uh, the empires that you're building. Um, there will be Universalis. Uh, what were you going to say? I was going to say there's going to be 58% more Fury. Well, and, don't and, want to put and a number Crusader on. Kings too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Crusader Kings, the, the religion has always kind of been a backdrop of what you're doing. Um, but yeah, uh, Dharma is going to um, be digging into India and kind of the Indian subcontinent and adding that to uh, Europa Universalis, um, which is really cool. And uh, again, kind of like an untapped region. They had um, they had the, uh, the Rajas in the past, which was specifically like the different kingdoms that made up India. Um, mm-hmm. Well, shit, that might have been Crusader Kings. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm not sure. These games are all starting to, like, blur together for me. <laughs> um, and then uh, Hearts of Iron 4, uh, which I actually just picked up today. I haven't played it yet, but I just picked it up on uh, the uh, Humble Spring Sale, which ends uh, tomorrow. But yep. um, Hearts of Iron 4 has the expansion Man the Guns, uh, which is working on adding more of the naval warfare from uh, World War II, I believe. Um, so potentially some really cool stuff there. Um, I know it was like, uh, it was the, the naval, the naval combat was really important in World War One and Two, and that was really the only time it was, other than like sinking enemies, like you know blockading and things like that. This is the first time there was like some real like naval warfare. I mean, like ships with big ass guns on them, basically. Which is right. kind of where they're going with like the you know man the guns subtitle. Um, so all three of those they're going to be twenty bucks. Um, you know we'll have to see when they're kind of targeting release, uh, but they'll probably all be out within the year. Um, and of course we have a new uh, DLC coming out for Stellaris here pretty soon, so I'll mention that when that release date hits. But yeah, so I mean if you're a cool. Paradox fan today, uh, it's definitely a good day to you know hear about multiple upcoming new games, multiple expansions. Um, a lot of cool stuff to keep the games going, which are already, you know, when they release, these are massive games, and then they just keep putting more stuff out. Uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah, it looks like, it, it's like every other week we have some cool info about yeah. 
something. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, from a paradox game, so that's that's pretty cool. It looks like I mean they're definitely in the running for doing the most for their games for the year. You know. Oh man, yeah, like they do a lot. I mean, too much. Like I'm saying, I wish they would just kill off Crusader yeah. Kings two and work on three. Yeah, you're just like I don't have enough time for all this shit. Yeah, I don't. I definitely so don't have like I want to when they make another Europa Universalis. I want to dig into that. Hearts of Iron is Hearts of Iron and Stellaris are the two newest. So those are the ones that I've been digging into. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't want to have to deal with these archaic systems anymore. I mean, I understand it's been patched a thousand times, but you're still working with the same bones, you know. So definitely. Um, I'm, I'm definitely ready. Like Crusader Kings three, when that is coming, that's probably going to be my game of the year. <laughs> Um, yeah. I just gotta, I just gotta wait him out long enough for them to actually make it, you know? Yeah. All right. And if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan, um, <laughs> yeah, you're getting, you're getting some stuff right now. Um, sure. some new trailers, a bunch of new stuff has been announced. Um, so I just kind of went through, labeled some of the highlights. We're looking at right now at some gameplay from what I believe to be the Hercules, um, mm-hmm. world. Um, Looks great, and this is... Yeah, it's definitely all gameplay. Um, I think we'll fast-forward a little bit just to get to some of the things that we uh, mm-hmm. wanted to talk about. So, they're going to be showing off... Uh, they're showing off a boss fight against a huge stone golem. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that kind of happens during the fight is this thing they call attractions. Uh, so, you can summon different like rides and one of them was big magic mountain which is mm. basically a uh which is basically thunder mountain from disney uh you're riding on this huge train car uh on a phantom track blasting fireworks at this huge golem mm-hmm. um and yeah it's it, it's super cool um you know it, it's from the third person perspective so you can see everything around you you can see all the lights on the uh, on the train car and then the phantom rails in front and behind you that kind of just spawn as the um, as the vehicle moves mm-hmm. on its own. Um, and then Sora does some cool like flips and stuff like over, you know, just to make the, the battle not seem like he's just riding on a, mm-hmm. a roller coaster. Um, and then aside from that, uh, a bunch of other cool stuff. One of the really cool things was uh, they showed off Wreck-It Ralph. And yeah. he, uh, Sora, Sora uh, summons Ralph, and he was rolling that ball around on the floor just a second ago, just wrecking people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, actually, before we get to Ralph, since they're showing it off in the video, uh, he's showing off a transforming keyblade from the Toy Story world. This one's called the Hyper Hammer. Um, has a tons of different attacks, attacks, but one of their major attacks um, is he can lock onto several targets and then uh, launch a uh, like a huge attack from several different angles all at the same time, um, hitting you know upwards to ten to twelve enemies. Um, right now we're actually seeing the drill punch weapon, which is a transform version of the um, Toy Story Keyblade as well, which is that makes two. Um, mm-hmm. And that one does huge AOEs. Um, it's a huge gauntlet that has a metal spike on it. And uh, it, it's super agile. You can do several area attacks and then an AOE ground punch. Um, and then in the video, he jumps out the window and he starts uh, attacking stuff in Andy's driveway. He was in Andy's room uh, from Toy Story. Now he's in the driveway. He's mm-hmm. using the Keyblade from 
Monsters, Inc. Um, and this one, just like the Toy Story one, has several different uh, configurations that allow it to transform. Um, the Agile Claws are two metal claws that uh, kind of grow in size as, as he attacks with them at different times. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a devastating forward attack that can hit everything in a line in front of you, just just both fists forward, and yeah. the metal arms grow and attack like everything. Um, which, actually, we just they just showed that off. Um, and he also has another... It can also transform into the twin yo-yos, uh, which he kind of plays with these two yo-yos as he's just kind of walking around, and he can mm-hmm. sling them. He he can sling them forward to attack forward. He can do arcs uh, like lines. He can do um, like a forward like cartwheel type thing, uh, and it has a finishing move that uh, the two yo-yos kind of combine into this almost like trap, and mm-hmm. the top piece spins clockwise where the bottom piece spins counterclockwise, um, damaging every enemy in the. That's in this like almost like trap, and it also like crushes them a little bit at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so some pretty big attacks there, uh, and then they show some looks like story based, almost like story based stuff where they're riding this rocket, uh, Buzz and uh, Woody. Um, mm-hmm. But some of the other things uh, they they showed off uh, another summoning ride. Uh, was, I think they just call it the shooting ride, which is a first person rapid fire cannon, yeah. which was really cool. Um, and he jumps into, like, a mech to, like, make all this happen, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I might be off on that one. Uh, but this one was in the Monsters, Inc. world. Mm. Um. Hell yeah. And, why don't we skip forward to, does he... I'm kind of scrubbing this video really quick, sorry guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Um. So, uh, going back to the transforming keyblades, the tangled keyblade has the mirage staff, um, which is kind of like more of a, a, a magical base. He just kind of raises it up rather than strikes with it, um, and he uses uh, like different light attacks, um, mm-hmm. almost like shooting like long range. Uh, the finishing move is a series of lasers after a tower has been constructed to blast everything in a radius under it. Hell yeah. And then the last thing that they... Well, I don't know if it was the last thing. last thing in this video they showed up was the summoning of Wreck-It Ralph. Um, mm. He kind of falls right out of the game. Yeah. And uh, he jumps up and puts Sora on his shoulders and starts... You can start to... Almost reminds me of the gummy ships. Uh, mm. But you can construct cannons and different turrets. And you kind of want to construct them in almost like a line. Like, not a line, but you want one to be facing the other one. So when you jump up and you attack one of them, they all get... It's like a chain reaction of explosions, Mm -hmm. damaging anything and everyone in their path, which is really cool. Um, So they showed off all that and and more um, different cool things. Like, uh, we saw um, Sora exit out a different window this time in Andy's room. Mm -hmm. Um, He exited out of the side window and then jumped along the side of the house. So it makes me wonder on what kind of range we're getting. I wonder if we're going to be able to navigate a, a large variety of places at Andy's house, like the backyard. Um, I hope uh, I hope Andy's neighbors in the game, because Sid was pretty jacked up. That would be kind of mm-hmm. cool. Um, I don't know. There's a lot. To, they showed off a lot. So if you haven't checked out the video, you can go check it out. Um, there's a ton of them out there. You can watch IGN's coverage. You can pretty much watch anyone's coverage. Um, we have some on our Facebook as well. 
Um, so, yeah, go check it out. Let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. If you're still amped for the game, which at times it is kind of hard to be because we've been waiting our whole life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but cool. Sure. Um, speaking of stuff that you might be waiting your whole life for, Eidos uh-huh. um, Montreal devs say that Deus Ex isn't dead yet. Um, Not yet. Yeah. Eidos Montreal <laughs> studio head... Um, David Anfossi confirmed that Deus Ex is not dead, but don't expect to see another entry anytime soon. Um, they have three projects in the works that are not Deus Ex, um, which can be pretty cool. They, he said, uh, we have three productions at different stages. This is a big change. Before it was one production at a time, maybe two. Now we have three developments in parallel. Um, we know that one of them is Shadows of the Tomb Raider. One mm-hmm. is that Avengers project that's being worked on. There's a rumor that says that the third might be Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I don't know why you'd have them do a Guardians of the Galaxy game after an Avengers game. Yeah, that seems silly. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But he did say that, you know, in the future, they have not given up on uh, Deus Ex. Um, I do think that they need to take a break because I think they pretty clearly lost... um, I guess they they sort of lost what it is. Um, Um... I mean, for me, one of the biggest problems of playing that game was, like, I enjoy playing, picking up a game and enjoying the controls as the developer intends them to be. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't stand the controls for the game. It felt slow and it felt clunky. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, I don't know. Um, they definitely have some work to do uh, on the title. I, yeah. I, I think it could use a pretty long hiatus. Um, not, not that Mankind Divided looked bad. Um, it looked great, and it was probably a great game, but, you know, sometimes you pick up a game and you're just like, man, I really can't get past that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that might have been, you know, not just for me, you know, there might have been other reasons as well uh, that just kind of turned people off on it. Yeah. And the, 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 the story is probably really good, but I find it kind of bland. I yeah, love, I, agree. I love the setting, but the mm-hmm. story is just like, I mean, why, you know, why is all of this, like, mm. happening, you know? I, I can't I put myself in that, in those shoes and be like, oh, you know, this, you know, I understand why he's doing this. I, like, I can't sympathize with him at all. Mm-hmm. I, agree. I don't know. But I do look forward to, um, like, a possible return yeah, someday. For sure. Cool. And the last thing that we're going to show off is just something random that I found uh, as well. It could kind of fit into our like little daily freebies thing. Um, so I was browsing through and I found this guy playing this game called Compound. Uh, it's by a company called Don't Die. And um, it is a super lo-fi VR shooter for the uh, Vive and the um, Oculus. Mm-hmm. that you can pick up on Steam, I think, for, like, maybe 14 bucks. Um, yeah, the Yeah, the, the big thing that you're going to, like, notice right away is the art style. This doesn't look like... While everyone is trying to make these hyper-realistic mm-hmm. uh, VR games, these guys are like, yeah, nope. we're not going to do that. <laughs> um, this looks like if you mixed, like, the original Doom with Ninja Turtles... Like it has, it has a pop to it. It's all like pixel art textured, um, 
man, it's it, it, it's really well done, you know. Yeah, um, I love it. it. I love what I've seen of it. It's all procedurally generated uh, maps, so you have right on your wrist, you can kind of like pull up your own arm and look at it, and it'll show you where you are on the map and what you're doing. Um, several different guns, including shotguns, railguns, handguns, um, very uh, like assault-based weapons as well. Um, and then tons of pick pickups. So, you know, you have like, you're using a gun, like you're using a, like an SMG, you have to pick up the... Um, the magazines for the gun and you know pop them in and it, it looks really really good if you have the means to check out compound um i recommend it you can actually check it out uh over at not dead dot itch dot io um mm. yeah and this is kind of where they're this is kind of like their little home base is uh, also available early access on steam um, but if you head down, you can actually download uh, the Compound uh, demo. Like Try it all out. See what it's like. Um, I, I would love to hear uh, some you know, feedback about this game from some people who actually played it. I actually, the guy that I watched um, the stream from of playing this game, uh, he sent me a, uh, a friend request on mm. Facebook. Um, so maybe, uh, like maybe I can chat with him a little bit and see what, uh, what he likes and what he doesn't like about the controls and, uh, we can talk about this a little further in the future too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that looks like that's pretty much it. Uh, still working, like I said, on that E3 schedule. So, um, hopefully have that done at least a week or maybe two weeks before, um, we get into E3. So, uh, stay tuned for that as well. Head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. to check out all of our news that you'll hear here on the podcast. Over there first, you can chat with us and more. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. so you know when we go live and do fun stuff just like this. Uh, but that's all I got this week. You? Um, I'm sure we're going to have a lot to talk about. I mean, the leaks keep on coming and they don't stop coming. Uh-huh. So... Oh. I, you yeah. know, I plan on seeing some more of those crop up here and there. Um, other yeah, than I feel, that, yeah, I feel like a lot of a lot of the companies are like, well, this is going to be leaked, so why don't we get ahead of it, right. and then we can show it off at E3 or something. Exactly. Um, so we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll kind of have to stick around and see what we hear on that. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, there'll, there'll definitely be more. And then, uh, you know, E3 itself, I, I expect to have a pretty big E3 this year. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then, of course... Uh, we skipped over D&D this last weekend, um, so next weekend you, we, we will be back with technically our second episode. Um, mm. So uh, stay tuned for that as well. Um, and uh, yeah, it looks like that's about it. Uh, but for Mammoth Games Inc., guys, I'm Night Swarm. And I'm Filtercord. Thanks for hanging out.